Hi Curlies, welcome to episode 15. I am Curly Derma. Today we are discussing about dandruff. Dandruff is an issue for many Curlies which is very persistent and difficult to manage. Dandruff is a minor variant of an endogenous eczema, seborrheic dermatitis. We all have a commensal fungi called malassezia on our body. It coexists with us. It is a lipophilic fungi, which means that it feeds on the lipids secreted from our body, in scalp, that lipid being the sebum. And the fungi turns the sebum into free fatty acids. But in certain individuals with a genetic predisposition, the fungus when produce free fatty acids, it causes an inflammation on the skin. This inflammation, when it is very low grade, results in an increased cell turnover and scaling and itching of scalp. But when the inflammatory response is very high, it causes redness, oozing, severe itching, etc. on scalp. This grade of inflammatory response is also genetically mediated. So how can we tackle dandruff? Can we change the genetic predisposition to inflammation that an individual has? No, we can't do that. Can we reduce the inflammation? Yes, using anti-inflammatory agents like steroids we reduce the inflammatory response. But in dandruff, that inflammation is low grade so that it doesn't need anti-inflammatory medicines. It is given only for severe cases. Can we reduce the fungal growth? Yes, that is the most easiest method. When the fungal growth reduces, the amount of free fatty acid formed will also reduce and the cycle of inflammation stops. It is a most cost-effective, reasonable and beneficial management strategy to be adopted. So why do we get dandruff again when we stop using anti-dandruff shampoos? Because malassezia is a commensal on our body, it will be present in our body and may not be eradicated. So once the effect of antifungals reduce, the growth will restart and the symptoms may appear. That is why people complain dandruff returns on stopping shampoos. So what can we do? Firstly, understand the disease process well. Know what to expect from treatment options available and avoid unrealistic expectations. Dandruff will be present lifelong and can be altered by hormonal changes, medications you take, climate and temperature changes. But it can be managed well and suppressed but not eradicated or cured. How can you include antifungal shampoos in your curly hair care routine? The antifungal shampoos available over the counter may not give you a full ingredient list. Instead, it says a conditioning shampoo base. The conditioning base can be silicones or quaternium compounds or cationic surfactants. An antifungal shampoo without conditioning ingredients make the hair dry and increase frizz and reduce combability. Insoluble silicones are avoided in curly hair care routine. It needs a sulfate-rich shampoo for the removal. So my personal opinion would be to give priority to dandruff, treat it and bring it under control and then continue with the curly hair care routine, avoiding the silicones. Antifungal shampoos are applied undiluted on scalp, 
kept for 10 minutes and washed off. The frequency of use is twice a week, which may coincide with wash day frequencies of most of the curly hair care routine. On washing of the shampoo, there will be some coating of hair strands too with silicone, but it will be less than that of using a silicone rich conditioner. The silicone buildup on scalp and hair can be tackled by consistent clarifying shampoos. Other alternatives that can be tried are antifungal lotions which can be similarly applied and washed off. They are a lotion base and not a shampoo base, so it may be less drying as well. Stay-on lotions are also available. It can be applied as a lotion overnight and washed off in the morning to provide an extended contact period. Antifungal foams are also a similar formulation which can be used. After applying lotions, washing the scalp with a shampoo is discouraged to extend the efficacy. So the application of the conditioner for hair can be done as next step and followed up with styling. The steps of the curly hair care routine can be continued along with the use of antifungal shampoos. In case of shampoos with a conditioning base, the silicone coating of hair is inevitable and can be managed with clarifying washes in between. And silicones by themselves do not cause dandruff. That is a myth because they do not clog the scalp pores also and they are mostly non-comedogenic. Many are not comfortable of using antifungal shampoos as they are not CG friendly and opt for natural remedies for dandruff. It can lead to worsening of an existing dandruff or relapse of an already controlled dandruff on medication. My personal advice would be to give due consideration to dandruff, otherwise there can be worsening of the hair fall as well. The most common natural remedy which has been proposed for dandruff are anti-dandruff hair oils. The essential oils are the main antifungal agents that are studied in dandruff. Tea tree oil is the one that is most studied. Currently, the essential oils studied for antifungal activity are thyme oil, which is rich in thymol and carvacrol, and tea tree oil rich in terpenes, and peppermint oil or clove oil. The studies which are most commonly cited are based on the effect of tea tree oil on dandruff. It says about the effect of tea tree oil on dermatophytes like Candida and Trichophyton and very few on Pterosporum which are implicated in dandruff. So would I endorse the use of essential oils in dandruff instead of antifungal shampoos? The pathogenesis of dandruff and the stages of its severity vary in each person, which means that each require an individualized treatment. The use of essential shampoos or blended oils can be helpful, but not for all. There are very less studies done on the efficacy of essential oils on pterosporum. Most studies are an extrapolation of the effects on other fungi. It can be taken as an evidence, but it is not strong enough to be recommended to a patient. The studies show the antifungal effect in vitro in most studies. There are very few studies showing the effect on human, so in real life the effects may vary. Antifungals like ketoconazole has been studied widely with regard to penetration to layers of skin 
and persistence of up to four days after application and thus the prevention of an immediate relapse of a condition. Pterosporum being a common cell fungi, this persistence of antifungal effect when skin acts as a reservoir of drug is very important in dandruff. So would I endorse the use of antifungal shampoos, essential oil containing shampoos? No, not yet. Regarding the post-antifungal effect also, the studies are very meager. Using essential oils in pure form without carrier oil can be harmful. Linalool in essential oils oxidize to irritant compounds and cause dermatitis. Use them with caution and in moderation. Essential oils like clove, neem, tea tree, black pepper, cinnamon are added to CG products to soothe scalp and reduce scaliness. These products are effective for the wash day but cannot be endorsed by a dermatologist for dandruff cases. Tea tree oil and other essential oils with antimicrobial, antifungal and antiviral activities are promising molecules in an era of antibiotic resistance. More studies and trials are needed to endorse them without any doubt. But today the data is meager. There is a single study which is cited in all article as an effect in dandruff. The effects are seen in vitro for sure, but more studies are needed to support the evidence in a real life scenario. The fact that it is readily absorbed by plastic components being volatile and immiscible in water, oxidized to irritants on exposure to air, all makes the addition to cosmetics difficult or ineffective for sandifungal properties. Here I am not negating or bashing the products with essential oils but endorsing them as an anti-dandruff agent as a dermatologist I need more evidence. Now let us consider another molecule which is of interest in common shampoos which are seen in over-the-counter preparations. Pyroctone olamin. It is an antifungal and a preservative agent. It is added to anti-dandruff shampoos for its action against Malassezia furfa or Globosa which is implicated in causing dandruff. It enters fungal cells and interferes with the mitochondrial metabolism. It is added in a percentage of 1% in rinse of products and 0.5% in other products. It is a component of most of the over-the-counter CG-friendly anti-dandruff shampoos. Though less effective than the azole group of antifungals, it is effective in mitigating mild to moderate dandruff issues. It is also added in place of zinc pyrethion in shampoos and formulations in combination with climbazole, which is also available over the counter. Scalp scrubs are often proposed as being effective to reduce the scaliness in dandruff. Let us see if they are beneficial. A scalp scrub is said to exfoliate the dead skin cells, removes the excess sebum, removes the sweat, dirt and grime, increases the cell turnover and stimulates hair follicles. The frequency is done once a week, not more than that. For many, once in two weeks would do. If it is done more frequently, the scalp will be stripped off sebum and the scalp will respond to it by increased production of sebum and inflammation resulting in a sensitive scalp, so never overdo scrubbing. 
who all should avoid scalp scrubs people suffering from psoriasis eczema severe dandruff scalp infections acne and scalp folliculitis there are two types of scrubs physical and chemical physical scrubs can be sugar salt walnut herbal pulverized powders charcoal kaolin clay and rasool clay chemical scrubs can be salicylic acid and glycolic acid they are chemical exfoliators physical scrubs for oily scalp charcoal or kaolin clay is recommended for busting scalp build up sugar or salt and for dry scalp adding of coconut argan oil or jojoba oil is advised while using physical scrubs like sugar and salt be extremely gentle on massage if done excessively it can increase sensitivity of scalp flakiness and it can damage the skin the granules may be difficult to remove from the hair it increases the tangles and hair breakage can be occurring if done vigorously chemical scrubs as in case of facial skin i always favor chemical scrubs for scalp also as they are more gentle and less damaging to skin there is no need to massage vigorously just apply it as a scalp mask leave on for a prescribed time and wash off it increases the cell turnover and reduces sebum production Salicylic acid is classically described as a beta hydroxy acid and it is a chemical peeling agent. It is lipid soluble and is miscible with epidermal lipids and sebaceous gland lipids in hair follicles. It is comedolytic, desmolytic properties. It breaks the bond between the superficial cells of the epidermis and decreases sebum secretion. It is used on scalp for scaly disorders to remove the superficial scales like in psoriasis and dandruff. It thus finds a place in anti-dandruff and psoriasis shampoos. It is added to antifungal shampoos to reduce scaling and sebum secretion. It also has anti-inflammatory properties. So in short, it reduces sebum, removes the scaling on scalp, has mild anti-inflammatory action and cause changes in dermis by peeling of epidermis. Can it be used as a sole treatment for dandruff? Yes, for mild cases, but in combination with antifungals. Pyroctone olamin or selenium sulfide would also do. But not for active eczema, for oozing, pus, for severe eczema, psoriasis or dandruff. Do not self-medicate with salicylic acid. Always consult a dermatologist. It is definitely better than physical exfoliators on scalp. Mixes with sugar, salt and walnut powder when mixed and scrubbed causes rough exfoliation and cause minor injuries and can worsen the situation of dandruff and increase in lesions of psoriasis. So, I would always vouch for a chemical over a physical exfoliant. Hope you had a very interesting session about dandruff, the effects of the different type of medications available how can you add it to your curly hair routine the antifungal shampoos the exfoliants which can be physical and chemical and the salicylic acid which is a newer addition to the curly hair care routine as a scalp exfoliant hope to meet in next session thank you